Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Real Estate Red Zone, brought to you by the Texas Real Estate Research Center at Texas A&M University. I'm Haley Reeder Wiley, Communications Specialist. Today is Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. On this day in 1980, songwriter Mickey Newberry was inducted into the Nashville Songwriters Association International Hall of Fame. A native of Houston, Milton Mickey Newberry Jr. was known as one of the best tunesmiths of his generation. He penned songs for a wide variety of performers, including Andy Williams, Eddie Arnold, Ray Charles, Waylon Jennings, B.B. King, Dottie West, Johnny Rodriguez, and others. In 1968, Newbury became the first songwriter to ever score number one hits on the easy listening, country, rhythm and blues, and pop rock charts at the same time. His arrangement of a trio of Civil War songs known as the American Trilogy became his best known work, and it was favored by Elvis Presley as the closing number for his live shows. Now on to today's podcast. Inflation, housing affordability, and recession fears have been on the forefront of many Americans' minds these past few months. Inflation has been at some of its highest rates in decades, with consumer prices up an unadjusted 8.3% over the year ending August 2022. These increasing costs have prompted the Fed to raise its target interest rate to the 3% range. Inflation and mortgage rate increases have further eroded housing affordability, which has been an increasing problem across Texas over the past decade. What's the Texas housing affordability outlook? Dr. Claire Losey, Texas Real Estate Research Center Assistant Research Economist, is here to share her insights. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks so much for having me, Haley. Home price growth has seemed to cool across Texas. Has home purchasing potential improved as home prices ticked down? So actually what we've seen, ironically enough, is that housing affordability has diminished. And this is a component of two factors. The first of which is, of course, the rise in mortgage interest rates. So in 2022 alone, we've seen mortgage interest rates increase almost four percentage points from somewhere in the threes to now hovering around 7%. So that's a very significant increase and housing is a very interest rate sensitive environment. And so any sort of increase in the mortgage interest rate is going to diminish affordability. And then the second component in this is that while home price growth has certainly declined, it's still positive. And we're still seeing, therefore, those elevated home prices that we saw in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. So those two factors combined have actually helped to push affordability down even more. The Fed recently raised its target interest rate to the 3% range. What are the immediate impacts of this rate increase on the housing market? So anytime the Federal Reserve raises the federal funds rate, it will indirectly induce upward pressure on the mortgage interest rate. And as the mortgage interest rate increases, all else equal, demand for homes will decrease. And this is largely a function of the effect of rates on affordability. So anytime the mortgage interest rate increases, 
that means that the borrower's total monthly mortgage payment is also going to increase. And therefore, in order to qualify for a mortgage loan, that borrower needs to make a higher income. So obviously, as mortgage interest rates increase, it, it pushes out that many more potential home buyers from the market. How could future rate increases impact housing affordability? So as rates increase, we expect that the, the demand for homes will continue to fall. I think more broadly speaking, one of the additional effects of rate increases will be not just on home buyers themselves, but also on the supply side. So we're expecting to see a drawback from construction lenders as rates increase. They're going to be more inclined to preference very low-risk projects. And as such, builders are going to have more difficulty obtaining mortgage financing, especially at those more affordable rate levels. And so we're expecting to see particularly a a decline in single-family new home construction. The multifamily construction side still seems to remain fairly strong, and that's been exacerbated by the increase in mortgage interest rates, right, as potential buyers can no longer afford to step into that arena. Of course, they have to continue renting, and so that pushes up the demand for rental units. So we could see an increase in multifamily construction, but again, that that pushback in new home construction. How do rising interest rates, coupled with fear of a recession, affect Texas' housing market and the economy as a whole? This is probably at the forefront of a lot of listeners' minds, right? And that's just the topic of a recession. And of course, as it relates to us, you know, how will housing fare through a potential recession or if we're already in a recession. The Federal Reserve is taking fairly aggressive measures right now to combat inflation. It's the most salient topic right now in the economy. And there's a lot of concern that the increase in the federal funds rate is so high that it could tip the economy into a recession if we're not already in one. To comment on the effects of a potential recession on the housing market, of course, we've already seen nominal declines in home prices across the board, especially in our larger metros like Austin and DFW. And so we're definitely seeing the effects of higher federal funds rates on the housing market as a whole through higher mortgage interest rates. However, it's expected that the Texas housing market will fare relatively well through a potential recession, just given such strong demand-side fundamentals. We're one of the fastest-growing states in the nation that significantly bolsters demand, even through economic hardships. And we still have a very strong labor market, and our labor market overall is performing better than that of the nation. And so that will help sustain the housing market through a potential recession. So what's the outlook for home affordability across Texas? I'd say that home purchasing potential will continue 
to remain at lower levels over the near term, so over the next several months. However, as home prices begin, or at least continue to moderate, and we see perhaps even declines in home price growth, not just moderation in, in growth itself, but those nominal declines in home prices become large enough to cause a downward trajectory in growth itself, that could help offset the decline in affordability caused by higher mortgage interest rates. So as, as the effect of higher mortgage interest rates and still elevated home prices potentially comes back into balance as home prices are, are pushed downward, um, you know, that could help to make affordability a little bit, that could alleviate some of our affordability constraints. However, just given such a precipitous rise in mortgage interest rates, it's likely that affordability will remain diminished um, for a while. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, Haley. Thanks again, Claire. For more, check out her article, Home Stretch, Buyers Feel Pinch of Rising Interest Rates. The links to this article, as well as our housing affordability database, are on our podcast webpage and in the YouTube description box. The Texas Real Estate Research Center has quarterly affordability reports for Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, Austin, and San Antonio. These reports are one-stop resources for information on housing affordability for potential Texas homebuyers. They summarize significant state housing activity and trends as they relate to affordability. Read these publications for free by clicking the link below. And don't forget to subscribe to get the Texas version of this report sent directly to your inbox each quarter. For more housing data, check out our Texas Housing Insight Report. This monthly report is a summary of important economic indicators that help discern trends in the Texas housing markets. Read this publication online for free and subscribe to email notifications so you always know when the latest report is published. While you're on our website, check out our research library. It includes a wide variety of research reports and articles. Latest topics include boundary changes in property rights, option period basics, carbon credits for landowners, and more. The link is on our podcast webpage. That's going to be it for today's podcast. If you're looking for more from the Texas Real Estate Research Center, head to our website. That's www.recenter.tamu.edu. There, you'll find the latest data, research articles, news, and more. For more Texas real estate news, subscribe to Recon, our bi-weekly newsletter. You'll get all the biggest stories sent straight to your inbox every Tuesday and Friday. The link is down below. To stay up to date on when articles are published on our website, follow the Texas Real Estate Research Center on social media. You can find us with the handle at RECenterTX on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. For more podcasts like these, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or to our YouTube channel. All podcasts are also available for free on our website. Thanks for joining us today in the Real Estate Red Zone. 
Brought to you by the Texas Real Estate Research Center in College Station, Texas, where we've been helping Texans make the best real estate decisions since 1971. This is Haley Reader Wiley, and I'll see you next time. Bye!